Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's rock and roll, my friends, as we get into the conversation on a football Friday. And boy, is it a football Friday with college football's conference championship weekend set and ready to roll. We got two good title games coming up tonight. I'm fired up for Oregon and Washington. Let's not beat around the bush on our question of the day here this morning. What's the best title game this weekend? What is the best conference title game this weekend? Been a a long season. Feels like we've made our way now pretty much to the end of the line. After this, you get yourself a couple weeks off, and then it's bowl season in full effect. Of course, New Year's week has become very much a college football week. Really, a a week that college football has kind of taken over and made even more its week with the addition of more playoff games, something I've tried to be a little old manish about, you know, oh, back in the day, we didn't have a guaranteed title game. Even we didn't back in the day, there were no 14 playoffs. There weren't back in the day. Yeah. I understand there was no internet JB. You tell us all the time, man, it was a heck of a thing, but so is the internet these days. I wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't have this production company we have without the internet as our vehicle of choice, getting you your sports talk radio show each and every day. Those of you who have found this party already, you're just sharper. You're just a little better looking. You're clearly more creative. You don't take no for an answer. And just because a couple of button presses has evolved or changed or crossover dribbled into something else, doesn't mean you're going to lose sight of it. You're a good defender. You keep the basketball in front of you. And it's good to have you on board the show. The real NWA JB as we complete three full months for you on the program. We got this thing going end of August. It doesn't even really count. We had to get it up for a couple weeks till it was even real. And we barreled it on into September, October, and November. And I am looking right now at this calendar over the wall here next to the bookshelf. It's time to go calendar shopping, isn't it? We are in December of 2023. Today, the first of the month, I'm thinking of the James Taylor. The first of December was covered with snow. What's that, sweet baby James? Give me a little sweet baby James today. Uh, First of December, not covered with snow around here, but certainly covered with interesting items across the Arkansas Razorback landscape. And what a last couple of weeks it's been. Not that you wish the collapse of the football team on any fan base or any program, but I do think when things go poorly, 
sometimes to initiate change, you want them to go really poorly. Does that make sense to you? Because it does to me. In my line of work, it's like you want the teams to be really good always. That's the best thing. That keeps the fans engaged. It gives you great content on the regular. There's no question winning teams is the number one pick. But then if you're going to pick a second pick, from my perspective, from the sports media perspective, i probably take dumpster fire over mediocrity. You know? It might not sound like it makes sense up front, but it's the truth. Because if you're mediocre, interest wanes, apathy sets in. But if you're dumpster fire bad, change happens. And we've seen change. Bobby Petrino yesterday at the podium next to Sam Pittman. Got some sound from that to share with you. We'll do a little bit more of that here in a few. He didn't get a lot yesterday. And Bobby Petrino has never missed a press conference either. Let's remember that. This guy's not exactly having a fun time in the room with you. It's not exactly what he wants to do when he gets up in the morning is go to a press conference. So he's a football guy. And so he'll deal with the press conference stuff on the side, but it doesn't mean that's what he wants to be doing. Um, no Hunter Yurichek yesterday. Again, interesting moves and decisions and Hunter just really not wanting to get in the room with a guy like the guy like me. Uh, we'll talk with who else today? Big Papa, Brian Small from Gravity Design Labs. Our last week of picks this year. As we pick the conference title games on our fearless four or five or six or seven or whatever it is, I think Brian wants to pick like 20 because he needs to make up some ground. We're not going to let it happen. I'm taking you down, Big Papa, because I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air, right? If you're a true player, I'm not sure if Big Papa is going to be able to make a run at fearless picks today, but we'll do that in a bit. And then TV Tyler Cass, who was all over the state championship action, Fayetteville and Benville. And they're not going to play here in Northwest Arkansas. No, let's not do what would make sense and go play. I don't know at Razorback Stadium. Wouldn't that be awesome? Down the block for the uh, 7A state championship. No, let's go play it in Little Rock. Let's go play it. At War Memorial Stadium. I mean, that is the hallowed high school house. So that part of it makes sense. But man, you're traveling three hours each way to uh, to play a team who's literally 20 miles away. But you know what? It is what it is. Fayetteville and Bentonville for the state championship. Tyler Cass talk a little bit about that game as we work it through. Razorback Hoops has an off weekend this weekend. So after that unbelievable night, against Duke a couple nights ago. I think a lot of us are still trying to recover from. Hog Hoops gets to feel better about itself, get Tremont Mark hopefully healthy here as quickly as possible. Winning a game without him in the long run, I think will be an enormous lift to the psyche of this Arkansas Razorback basketball team. But at the same time, I, I think you need to make sure he's healthy when he's back. You don't want to rush him back. And if he's got a, a deep bruise, you know, some sort of, you know, lower back spine injury, he's taking as long as you need right now. I will say it was a great sign that he was at the game in the sweats, cheering during layup lines. I love seeing that out of a player like that. Even when he can't play, his heart fully invested 
and his teammates. Pretty incredible when guys or gals roll like that when they're injured. Be there for your teammates. There's a great lesson in that. Um, have not forgotten how incredible a night that was two nights ago. We'll talk some more about that as we work it through and what that game will probably mean moving forward. I think it means a lot, certainly for the RPI status for this Arkansas Razorback basketball team, because I think you will now find yourself, you know, at the end of the year, instead of squeezing into a, a 7-10 matchup or an 8-9, you're probably now in a 5-12 or a 6-11. That's how much of a difference winning a game like that against a highly touted Duke team can mean for your RPI at the end of the year when they put the brackets together. Now, I'm not sure how great this Duke team really is. I think Filipowski's a baller. Their guard play, as I said on the show yesterday, leaves a lot to be desired. But um, well coach, they can shoot the three. And heck, they played a terrible game against Arkansas and shot only 35% from the floor on the road against a hog team that shot 50% for the game. And it was a one-possession game with 20 seconds left. Partially because Arkansas could not handle a press break to save its life. So, if there is something in between getting ready for final exams and taking some tests, and are they still student-athletes or no? They don't do that anymore. Um, As they push through that stuff, one of the things you really hope they're studying up on and trying to get better at is a press break. Because that thing was disgusting the other night. And it was almost so bad that they threw away the entire basketball game. So it's it's easy to feel good. I'm glad we're feeling good right now. I am. About Arkansas Razorback basketball. I can't tell you how many people that I talk to, and I talk to a lot of people out there every day in the media and advertising business, and can't tell you how many people were shook by the end of that game. There were a number of folks who saw a victory, fortunately saved, from the jaws of defeat. You're up by 15 with 90 seconds left, and then you're up by three with 20 seconds left. Why? Because you really couldn't break a press to save your life. Now, some of that Devo Davis dinged up, you know, not feeling like himself after getting in the middle of a pile and getting his head hit. That happens to Devo seemingly every game or two. And Muss ended up riding with Layden Blocker a lot longer, rightfully so, because Blocker's kind of like a Devo Jr., isn't he? The way he plays, the defense he brings to the table. One of the things he does not have is the comfort level, getting the basketball up the floor. Look at me talking about Devo as like an elite dribbler. Man, but he's comfortable. He's played a lot. And one of the biggest things you have to do, the two biggest things you have to do, and the basketballers out there know this, when you're breaking a press break, number one, be strong with a basketball. You cannot let defenders jump to spots in front of you and bump you and then go crying to the rest for calls. You can't do that. That's a recipe for disaster. So number one, be strong with a basketball. And number two, get up the floor. Those are the two things you got to do. I guess the other one would be like, get the ball in. Okay, fine. Get the ball in, be strong with it, and then get it up the floor. And what does that mean? You got to push it up. You know, it doesn't have to be pretty. And it doesn't have to be, you know, sluggish passing either. You get a guy like an L. Ellis type or a Devo Davis who can push it quick up the floor and you get across the timeline. And then, you you know, you hold the ball and you wait a little bit. Once you're across the timeline, you got to press break exactly where you want it because the other team's defense is already scattered. 
Eric Musselman knows how to coach a press break way better than I do. I'm just saying this stuff is fixable. It's the kind of stuff you want to be working on early in the season in December. Augs will play next against Furman on Monday night. You know we'll be there for that one, too, because we go to all these bad boys for you, the people, and for myself. Who am I kidding? I love sports. I wouldn't be working in this field for as long as I have if I didn't. Um, That's Monday night. Furman's not a terrible medium-sized school. Not a bad one. Should be a competitive game. And then next Saturday, you get yourself a little bit of a showdown. OU is a lot better this year. Porter Hayes got some nice transfers in there. The Sooners are playing very well. Arkansas and Oklahoma have gone one and one against each other so far. One and one in Tulsa. And they'll play round three at the BOK coming up a week from tomorrow. We're going to do a special edition people's postgame show after that game um, here just to keep the reps and keep the seat warm, right? Before we shut it down for a couple weeks of Christmas. But of course, coming back around the corner every Saturday conference play through the postseason and end of the year, we gotcha on that people's post game show streaming it YouTube here on the Podbean at our website, the And then the coolest thing is we're light on our feet now and you can DVR this bad boy with the podcast stuff. Listen back, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever you do and uh, catch it later afternoon evenings. It's amazing. We are lighter on our feet now, my friends, to tell you that much. From the Bunka Studio, baby, the comfy, the increasingly comfy confines of the Bunka Studio. Your boy Josh Bertaccini with you on a Friday, 1st of December, one of my favorite months of the year. Just um, just all pumped up for the holidays here around the corner. Why don't we take our first break of the morning? We'll do that right now. When we come back, some more on the headlines. The Cowboys with a tremendous rally past the Seahawks last night. That was a little bit of an eye-opener. They looked dead in the water. But a huge defensive stop on fourth and one. And Zach coming through in the clutch. Talk a little bit about that, too. Load it up. Real NWAJB. Right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. 
when it's five o'clock or you just want to blow off some steam or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of the Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Championship week in the college football world, and so we're taking a look see at some of these games. I'm curious as we get into that this weekend, which of these football games you feel like is the the best of the bunch? Now the you put that up on the board here, as we have on the social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever you want to find it. Chat room's good too at the real NWAJB. Across it all, easier to find um, that way when it's the same thing. Georgia and Alabama is going to get most of the votes. I know that. I get that. And it should. I mean, this is going to be a good game. Now, um, is Alabama good enough to beat Georgia? Yeah. I would say the thing here is, you know, you've seen similar type contests in the past that ended up being very lopsided after some hype going in. So maybe we don't want to hype it so much. So it's a better football game. I don't know. There's no effect on that. Georgia and Alabama is the number one pick here. Number two is really what's up for grabs. I'm into Oregon and Washington tonight. Georgia favored by five over Alabama. How is Oregon a 10-point favorite over Washington? And Washington beat Oregon earlier this year. That's that's a lot of points. They got some injury stuff going on there, but I, I, I just can't see how you wouldn't take the points in that matchup. That's coming up tonight. That's at 7 o'clock. I'm excited for some college football on a Friday night. You got the conference title game stuff going on too in the ACC this weekend. You got Louisville and Florida State. State trying to stay right there in the mix for the college football playoff without its quarterback, Travis, who's been lost for the season. And then on the flip, you got yourself the Big Ten title game, and it does not involve Ohio State. It'll be Michigan and Iowa, and Michigan's like a 23-point favorite. And to even make our board of four options here. The heck is that? Texas and Oklahoma State in the Big 12 for the last time. I hope Oklahoma State beats them. Texas, two touchdown favorite. Let's go horns down, horns down, and kind of blow up their bubble here right before they join the SEC. Um, last but not least on the board as well. Did I mention uh, Did I mention the uh, all of them? I did. Okay, never mind. I mentioned the Pac-12. That's tonight, of course. They got some of the smaller conference stuff. How about Liberty and New Mexico State tonight? I'm interested in that too. Why not? Liberty's 12 and 0. 
So you got a chance to go 13 and 0 here. New Mexico State is not bad. And also SMU and Tulane this weekend in the uh, Conference USA title tilt. You got Tulane playing too. Let's watch some football. Let's enjoy it. No Razorback game to worry about, which is going to be really nice for the first time in a few months. Heck, even the bye weekend, we had that Arkansas-Purdue game, which was so much fun. Cowboys last night, tremendous win. Nine and three now for Dallas, who looks like it's going to be a, a legit playoff team. They got a chance to make a little noise. Now, Dak, so much better at home than on the road, but a 41-35 win for the Cowboys when it looked like they were going down. Seahawks extended that lead up a couple of scores. Cowboys get a huge stop on fourth and one in the middle of the field. And then Dak finding different receivers, TD to Lamb, TD to Cooks, just spreading the wealth around the field and uh, had himself a heck of a game. Dak Prescott is locked in and playing some really good football right now. It's good to see that. 299 yards passing out of him. Uh, Lamb, Cooks, Ferguson, the touchdown recipients. And Dallas's defense got the stops when it needed them and gets a big win. 9-3 and three for Dallas heading into its next game with Philly. Seahawks fall to 6-6. Six and six. Games of note this weekend. Denver and Houston's a really good one. They're both six and five. CJ Stroud, I think, is far and away your offensive rookie of the year. The Ohio State product has broken the trend. He is the real deal, my friends. And what a year he's having statistically for a rookie. Denver, you know, Russ Wilson hadn't played great, but they've gotten back to running the ball and uh, doing some things defensively they weren't doing earlier in the year, a little more aggressive. Denver and Houston at noon's very intriguing. One of those teams probably going to make the playoffs. Miami goes to Washington. And amongst other games of note here on the weekend coming up, San Francisco and Philadelphia. That's a really good one, too. 3.30 Sunday on Fox. Niners 8-3. and three, Eagles 10-1. and one. And your Sunday night game is Kansas City at Green Bay. Feels like the Chiefs play Sunday night or Monday night every week. Casey at Green Bay. Monday night this week, Bengals at Jaguars. No, thank you. On that game. And there you go. And what did you have yesterday? As we bring it back to Arkansas Razorback land, you had Bobby Petrino back on the hill. You had Bobby P reintroduced up there with Sam Pittman. It was a very interesting scene to, to say the least. I think you feel like anytime you have a scene like that, you're concerned, right? That people are going to ask questions that maybe you're not going to like very much. And I think one of the reasons Hunter Juracek was not present at this press conference, the athletic director, the guy who actually made this move is because he probably didn't want to answer any questions. So instead, let Bobby and Sam get up there, see if they can hold court together and, and stay positive. And uh, we'll take it from there, right? But very interesting stuff. Um, just to see them in the room and to see Petrino, who looks so much older now, how life does that to us all up there as well. I want to play the sound for you here on the show as we continue. So let's do a little bit of that. Pittman and Petrino yesterday. We'll try to grab some of this for you. Through maybe the timeline of how Coach Petrino, you know, when he first popped up on your radar, just kind of how this all unfolded over the last week or so. Um, I want to interview him and I wanted to talk to him. And I think one of the things that I said in, uh, in one of my criteria that I wanted was a man that loved the University of Arkansas. And it'd be hard to, um, but some for to find someone that felt 
stronger towards Arkansas than uh, Coach Petrino. And uh, so obviously the next step is to uh, uh, talk to the athletic director about that. I interviewed several guys, uh, five guys for the job. And and uh, Coach was very excited about um, coming back to Arkansas. And then once I knew his interest back in us, um, it was really a no-brainer at that at that point in time. I mean, it was just all about making the, the contract and the timeline and all those things work. Like, what is a new hire and you know required special approval and everything like that? Just uh, I know that the answer said y'all did your due diligence and everything like that. I'm wondering if you could provide some insight on what's what that process looked like, the due diligence and everything like that. That part of it, I think that's all. You know, with Hunter and those guys, I wanted to hire him. I know he's a good man. We all, we all make a mistake, and and um, I wanted to hire him. He was he was the best candidate. He's a wonderful person, and I was adamant I wanted to hire him, and he was adamant he wanted to come. So uh, the university went to work on all that kind of stuff. I'm curious, Coach. I'm sure we all are on like timeline. When it popped in your head that. You know, maybe I'll give Bobby Petrino a call or see if that's a, a possibility. Like, um, point. Uh, to be honest with you, I got a text from his agent that he would have interest, and then uh, that was where, um, you know, it, it, the timing was correct or right because of the Texas A&M and all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, But I think... Um, it was probably a 10-day process, something like that, before the time we first started talking to guys until uh, Coach was able to get here. After the Missouri game, you talked about momentum with NIL, a big splash OC hire and stuff. Did yeah. you have it in your head then that uh, this was a possibility? And, and was it kind of by design to have the NIL Arkansas edge and bring that one out kind of the same thing? I think you're always thinking of, of – uh, ways to to get the fan base and I think you're always thinking and obviously when you um, lose a lot of close games and you don't finish the season like you'd like to I think uh, uh, your mind goes back to okay how can we uh, continue to have to get the fans involved and things so I think there's always a um, an order of how you do things and all that. And so I thought we could get to doing it, the more excited I have about, you know, the more excitement I had about it. And uh, the bottom line is we, we need to win games. And I thought that was the best possible way we could do it. As far as exit interview goes, how far along would you say you are percentage wise? And it's gotta be like each guy got, I mean, a great meeting, a bad meeting. It's got to be very up and down for you. Um, I was done at, um, I was through it. We had a um, recruiting meeting at 2 o'clock this afternoon. I was done about one fifty-five, and I completed. So we went Monday, Tuesday. Uh, went, no, Tuesday, Wednesday. And today, we're all here. Arkansas Edge is helping us tremendously. Um and uh, we want to keep the guys obviously uh, on the team that uh, we want to keep. And but we we can't if they don't want to. But that's why the portal's open, and and we'll go out and replace them. Coach, so take us back to the brief conversation y'all had 
right after that game out here. And if there's ever been conversations like at conventions with you and Coach Petrino, and if there's any relationship that kind of goes back through the years. I can be honest with you, there's a hell of a lot of respect uh, from me for him. And uh, the uh, communication, I, I don't know, Coach may remember something different, but I think the first time I really spoke to him was when uh, Missouri State was out here. And uh, at that time, I I told him that we I was grateful for him and thankful for him because we had used everything that he had done here uh, in recruiting, and it was helping us. And I told him that I appreciate him for that. And uh, I, I don't I can't recall what was said after the game to be honest with you, but I, I believe unless he remembers a different. Uh, time i believe that that was uh, really the time we had spun hey um i was curious about the phone call from coach uh, from coach Pittman, uh, how that went with you and your agent reached out first is that still rough Campbell? i know that was well uh, no actually my agent is christina phillips and uh, she didn't tell me about that i just learned that today so um but I appreciate her. You know, she was, she reached out to me when I was at Missouri State and she said, Hey, let's get you back in the game. And I said, uh, Christine, I think I'm just happy to do what I am right now. And she, she was on me about, No, nah, you can't do that. We'll, we'll work at it. It might take us a while, but we'll keep going. And she convinced me, Okay, let's, let's work at it and see if we can get back in the game. And it's, it's been a process, uh, but it's a lot of credit to her. On the podcast, this one that you did, um, you've been going through looking at players, looking at film and stuff. Have you seen anything that's jumped out specifically in any players, anything like that? Yeah, I haven't been able to get into it enough, you know, just because uh, also looking at recruits and anticipating portals. And uh, but I've been able to watch some of some of the individual players, uh, and then I've had guys come in and talk to me, and the, the names start going, Who's that now? Who's that again? Who's that again? So um, but it's a, it's a process, and uh, I did have a good meeting yesterday with the offensive offensive group as a whole, uh, and that was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, any trepidation coming back here, and just what do you what do you want to do? What do you want to get done here next two years of your life? You know, I want to win. You know, I want to want to see us. Uh, I came back here to to support Coach Pittman and winning. You know. Uh, I appreciate him a lot um, when he did when he did uh, send that message to coach uh, this is coach Pittman I'd like to talk to you uh, the hair on the back of my neck stood up <laughs> I was like yeah that's gonna happen really uh, and then and then we talked for a short amount of time and he said that he had an interest and and we set a time to talk uh, where we both had time later on um, and that that was exciting and you know I felt uh, Hey, maybe this is really going to happen. Could it possibly happen? You know, I talked to my family and stuff that could possibly work. And then we had a great talk, great conversation. I think it was over an hour, some, uh, maybe longer than that. And uh, and then when I got off the phone, I said, "Man, you're offering me the job." You know, uh, I was I was a little bit, you know, surprised about that. I said, "Man, I'm maybe I need to do a better job interviewing again." So. Uh, but it was a process he was going through and, and taking his time. And um, I was just anxious to talk to him again. 
your office at AM last year. Was that, how much of it was you? And then you got to see Arkansas and Arlington. What'd you think of what was going on and the personnel Arkansas has? Yeah, that's a loaded question there. But, um, you know that when I when I took the job at at, uh, at AM, Jim wanted to keep the same uh, terminology and and call things the same way they did. Uh, it was hard. It was hard on me. I was staying up all night. I can remember the first scrimmage. Uh, I was up at 2 a.m. in the morning. Woke up at 2 a.m. in the morning to get ready to call plays for the first scrimmage. Just understanding what the terminology was, what the formation was, and and it was a different. It was not only um, calling the, the plays different, but the formations. The way they called the formation is probably different than anybody else. Let me call. Then listen back to a little bit of the press conference sound from yesterday. It is 745 here. If you're listening live, thank you so much for being here. You're doing it later. Hey, it's your life. You roll how you need to roll. Quick break. When we come back, Brian Small, big papa from Gravity Design Labs. We will get ourselves some picks in for the final time this year on the football side of it. We do have a bowl challenge coming up, by the way. So we'll do some bowl season picks. But as far as the regular season stuff, this is the end of the line. So we'll see uh, how we're feeling about some of these spreads here in just a moment. The real NWA JB, your boy Josh Bertuccini in studio, coming back. On the square in Fayetteville. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505. Or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. 
intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out, intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Really fun show on this football Friday. Question of the day. We led this early on this morning for y'all. And good responses coming through across the board. What's the best title game this weekend? College football into its conference championship weekend. You got the SEC, the Pac-12, the ACC, the Big 12, uh, the AAC, Conference USA, Big 10, seven of them in all. And on our question of the day, the real NWA JB on the tweets and Facebook, Georgia, Alabama, getting a ton of love, 60 plus percent of the vote. Oregon and Washington hanging in the fight at 30 percent. You get that title game coming up tonight at seven o'clock. Florida State and Louisville getting three percent of the vote and Texas, Oklahoma State getting three percent of the vote on the tweets as well. We swing it to the Facebook crew for a couple of thoughts there. Jason says, Alex, I will take the Oregon Washington winner for a thousand dollars. I like that. Uh, Brian, I'll take Oregon and Washington. And I think Florida state gets upset to shake up the final four. A lot of votes for Oregon and Washington on the Facebook page. I'm proud of y'all. We're just something different. Jenny also ducks and Huskies. You guys are uh, all about this one. Where is this show? Are we in the SEC or not here? My goodness. Uh, Chris, give me Oregon and Washington. Lady Katie holding the fort down. It's Georgia and Alabama, guys. What are you doing? Greg, Oregon and Washington, Texas, Oklahoma State. A close second if Texas comes through with a blowout. Mm. But that's coming up this weekend. A chance to catch your breath a little bit. On the Razorback side of things, we played you the press conference earlier, some sound from Sam Pittman and Bobby Petrino as BP was officially reintroduced here at Arkansas. Now as the offensive coordinator yesterday afternoon. So good to get some of that in. Appreciate Brian Small, Big Papa, with his fearless picks. He's trying to throw the Hail Mary and come back from a five-game deficit with one week left to go. Hey, stranger things have happened. Good luck to you, brother. And TV Tyler Cass on the high school football. Fayetteville trying to win its first state championship since back when I was calling the games in 2016. That's how long it's been. Uh, But we'll see if they can do it. Tomorrow at noon at War Memorial Stadium, Fayetteville and Bentonville. Not playing down the block at Razorback Stadium. Not doing that. Let's schlep everybody three hours to War Memorial. And play the game there. Okay. But that's the way it goes, right? When you go to state. Um, Hope everyone who's traveling has a safe trip. And that things go well for you. And whatever team that you are rooting for. I'm going to watch a lot of football this weekend. Um, I might make me a mean pot of chili. Which means what? Megan does the making. And I do the tasting. And looking forward to watching 
some basketball as well. It's going to be a fun weekend. Temps up into the 60s Saturday and Sunday, so it looks like we'll get a good one. And my goodness, December is here. If you haven't started your Christmas shopping already, it's go time. We got three plus weeks out here. December the 25th. Um, I love me the month of December. Lights are up on the square. Might go see that this weekend as well. Hmm. What an incredible place to live. Three months into the new program, y'all. Three full months and 50,000 plus listeners. Hope springs eternal and plenty of that around here for the future. For the entire Team B Media crew here at the Bunker Studio, I'm Josh Bertaccini. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome weekend and we'll see you Monday at 7. Stay safe.